Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, you hear them every week. Now it's their time in the studio. And guess what? Big Sisters come too. It's a Team Owens special. Dave is back with his Not Fast report and we find out what Steve Kirkham thought about last night's big football match. Welcome to the renowned Radio Newark Sport. And these, as ever, are the local headlines. A busy Captain's Day at Newark Golf Club saw Dave Thompson come out overall winner with 41 points. A full report on a glorious day on our social media pages. Newark Tennis Club's men's first team took the opportunity to play a midweek game last week so they could all sit back and enjoy the Wimbledon tennis finals. They travelled away with their normal strong team to Farnsfield to play their B team and came back with a victory. Back to golf and New York ladies captain Sandra Goodwin held her ladies day. And guess what? The sun shone on that one as well. The weather stayed fine and dry and 41 ladies took part in the Stapleford competition. Tony can explain what that is later. With ladies captain, the main prize going to Jane Tucker. With a score of 41 points. Everybody gets 41 points when you play New York by the sound of it. New York Flosser squandered a two-goal first-half lead against Grantham Town. As the Gingerbreads came back to win 3-2 in front of an excellent crowd of somewhere between 303 and 325, or depending on who you talk to. Ben Hutchinson and ex-Gingerbread Danny Meadows with the work's goals. The home side making five second-half changes as they gave all their squad a run-out. Collingham put in a much-improved performance, but still lost, but only by the odd goal in five at Ollerton. Southall got beat 6-4 at Renneth. Defence is on top in that one then. And Newark Town are in action tonight, but it's not the advertised home match with Nettlem. They travel to Lincoln to play Moreland, so you've still time to get out there. And the good news, of course, is you can pick up Radio Newark all the way to Lincoln. Steve Kirkham's on the phone a little bit later on, so we're going to go into detail in flow serves match last night but uh whatever the crowd was tony it was 300 plus it was a very good crowd and it all seemed to go very well it did i was going to say before we start we've got a problem tonight no name tags ah but there is a difference <laughs> i've spotted a difference <laughs> yeah little sunglasses on the head no <laughs> no there is a, there is a difference is it George from Derby? <laughs> no, we're not going to mention... Nah, nah, you see, we said we wasn't mentioned George from Derby. Get the chalkboard out. Uh, yeah. We're going <laughs> to tell you who George from Derby is in a few moments. Um, he's not actually in the studio tonight, he's George, but um, at least one of the twins is thinking about him. <laughs> a lot. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, last night was uh, very, very good. Um, it was a cracking first-half performance... But obviously it was a pre-season friendly, so we had to make five changes uh, very early in the second half. If that hadn't have been done, then it would probably have ended up in a, in a home win. But um, 
the good news is, if they play that well in a league game, you don't have to use um, the whole 17 in a league match. So we'll see what Steve's got to say a little bit later on, because he actually looked a little bit disappointed. Yeah, because of the, because of the first half performance was excellent. And uh, ultimately, in the first half, you know, they di- they, you know the, the visitors didn't know the ginger from the red. But in the second half, obviously, they got the chance to get back into it, because uh, we were... Uh, as Carlton, <clears throat> as Carlton taught you last season, though, the higher you teams play up this pyramid, they put the chances away when they get them. Yeah, but as I say, they wouldn't have had those chances if uh, the stability would have remained throughout the 90 minutes, I don't think. Bolton Wanderers have not played their players for 20 weeks, apparently. Friday night's friendly against Chester has been postponed. And it doesn't look like they're going to play any football before their season starts. Assuming their season is going to start. Notts County are pretty much in the same boat. The supporters of Arsenal, Manchester United and Newcastle are all, all up in arms about their owners. Mm. If you supported Blackburn or Sunderland or Coventry and Portsmouth over the last few years or countless others, you would also be... Shouting from the rooftops, simple question for you tonight. Are the owners bothered what supporters think anymore? Because it used to be the supporters was the club, but nowadays, yeah, no. I, th- I think support. I think the supporters demand success, and the owners try and deliver it as soon as possible, and they're in it for the short term, and they don't think about the long term consequences of financial investments. And uh, obviously, Bolton have gone absolutely to the wall on, in, in that regard. We see Barnsley are another one that Barnsley got into the Premier Division. They yeah. splashed the cash, they got relegated and they very nearly went bust through doing it. Yeah, I mean, if if you go up to um, the Premiership, the temptation is there to throw silly money at it. Bradford City did it a number of years ago. Huddersfield Town had a lousy season, but they handled the books very, very well. And that's why they can look forward to a successful season in the Championship. Bolton Wanderers didn't, and that is why they're looking at um, liquidation. That's how bad it is. I still think when one goes, it'd be like a pack of cards. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, somebody w- one, somebody in the High Court one day is going to say enough's enough. Yeah, pr- pr- but professional football is in a complete mess, and and it's just going to take one to go, and uh, you know the there'll be a heck of a lot following through the trapdoor. A couple more football stories for a little bit later on, but um, from when this show started, um, the Owens family have all been a great friend of it, and we've talked to them almost every week for a number of years. Amber was the star of the Tuesday Night Athletic Club report until she sort of ditched us for United States of America, which we've still not really got over, and... um, we got no idea who was going to take it over and then the twins said well we can do that if amber can do it we can do it and they've taken the mantle on and they are doing it absolutely wonderful well tilly is lauren appears every now and again but Tilly's really the star of it um <laughs> as they've got older um they've gone from junior athletics to senior athletics and that's one of the things we need to talk about tonight um as they've got older, the world doesn't seem to revolve around athletics anymore like it, it used to, because Amber's sunning herself over there in 
America. Lauren spends all the time in Highcombe. But the real big question, the real big question, of course, <laughs> is who is George from Derby? <laughs> Kelly, welcome back to Radio Newark. <laughs> Thanks. Who is George from Derby? So I um, went to Half Braddams University for an open, like a Half Braddams experience. It was like two days and you get to see if you want to do the course for university. Because I, f- I think I definitely want to do veterinary physiotherapy. And he was a friend that I made on my course. So, called George. How long was this course? Two days. Two days. <laughs> okay, you can see we're moving on from athletics here, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did actually win. We did like a mini race. So you had to do a bouncy hopper for like 20 metres. Then you had to run to the sacks and do a hopping, like a sack race. Then run to the bouncy castle and do like an obstacle course. And I won that. So, still on the lines of athletics. Well, who is this bloke that you've got to compete for him? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't first prize, was he? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly wins George from Derby. <laughs> I think we're probably lucky Dad's not come tonight. <laughs> probably are. Um, let's see if we can embarrass Big Sister. Yes, please. Um, and leave, <laughs> leave Kelly alone for five minutes. Um, Amber, you <laughs> went over to America. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a massive, massive decision. Um, yeah. Mum yeah, and Dad really obviously supported you every inch of the way. Um, you've had your first year in America, and you're back here on an extended summer break, shall we say. Three and a half months Three break. Three and a half months, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, so let's look back at that year. First of all, the obvious question any regrets no i mean i don't regret going at the minute i'm kind of quite consistent like i haven't really improved a lot since going but then the training has gone up like i was doing about 20 miles a week and now i'm doing like 60 miles a week so it's gone up a lot and everyone says it takes a year or two to like adjust to it so i'm hoping like third and fourth year i'll be really really quick but the minute i'm still like adjusting to the program but it's all right because a lot of the people like a lot of the people that went in with me have all been injured and I haven't so I've been quite lucky in that respect but it's like an amazing thing to be able to go I mean you're never going to be able to like go to America and barely have to pay anything other than like flights and insurance which is what I'm doing at the minute well what mum and dad are doing doing. (laughs) okay (laughs) but yeah like the experience is amazing like I've never been and you know the culture it's so different because I'm in North Carolina it's so different you know there's all the cowboys and the cowboy boots and it's crazy it's completely completely different but yeah it's really really nice they haven't got any cowboys called george have they <laughs> no, no no george cowboys it's not been no, five george. minutes yet <laughs> <laughs> um let's talk about the training because you you are a new york athletic club girl yeah that's where you've been all the way through your training through yeah. your athletics club lives what sort of culture shock was it what do they do different over there to what the lads do at at um, Newark well like for one they don't focus as much like we do when we do warm ups we do like loads of drills whereas their warm ups are more like do three miles and that's your warm up so it's like a lot different like they focus more on like loads of mileage and less on like the little things and doing like like you know more like the quality it's more like just do lots of mileage over there and we do have workouts but they'll be like twice as much as what like the sessions would be here so it is really hard, but it's it's really good. And food-wise, food, the food is just really, well, really unhealthy, a lot of it. You know, like, there's so many fast food places. What was you nearly going to say, then? 
The food is just and really you, bad. And then you stop saying what it is. Just really bad. <laughs> but I mean, I've ever since I've been. So, so what's your what's your diet, so to speak, now? Then <gasps> I mean, I try and eat healthy, like the cafeteria. They have healthy food, but the problem is, like, they cook it in like honey or in like maple syrup. They cook it in such sugary things. Like since I've been, I've had four fillings in the last year since I've come back, which isn't very good. But like. <coughs> Yeah, it's just... I mean, it's really... The, the food, like, there is good for you. Like, there's a lot of good things. They have a whole salad bar and stuff. But, like, the things they cook it in, like, if I had, like, I don't know, like, ham and vegetables, it would just all be cooked in sugar, so it's just really bad for me. So it's the only probably downside, the filling costs. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got the NHS over there, have you? <laughs> no. But even now, I don't think I'm on it anymore, because I'm too old. But <laughs> Aww. <laughs> too old. Um, the distance you, you're travelling for athletics meetings because here you know you travel 20 mile down the road 30 mile down the road. yeah a little bit different yeah i mean our coach um that we had like we've got we've got a new coach now but the coach we had last year he didn't really like flying anywhere so we drive everywhere so we drive like five or ten hours at a time like to go to an event and back and i mean you get used to it you know even when they want to go somewhere most of the time it's at least three hours just to get there and that's just how it is but they seem used to driving the distances do you know what I mean it doesn't like if we said oh we've got three hours to here it seems a long way whereas over there they're used to like the distances they don't really seem to mind it's a bit different I suppose you're getting used to it now yeah it's, it's long straight roads through yeah um school work then university or whatever you like to call it are you doing anything out there is it all yeah. is it all geared up to athletics um well I'm I decided I wanted to do because I had to choose a course, so I chose I chose one of the easiest ones because I didn't really want any hassle. I didn't. I'm not really bothered about a degree because I know what I want to do when I like finish. I want to go in the RAF and be like a PTI, which is a like physical training instructor. And I only need GCSEs, and I've already done A levels. Don't need a degree, so I was just so kind realistically of, you're in then. Yeah, realistically, I was just like I'll just choose an easy degree that I'm going to enjoy, and then I can just focus on my running. So I did health and physical education but it's easier like it's easier than a levels you know saying most people are at university and are struggling because it's so hard mine's easier than a levels so it's just easy it's just nice because there is like quite a bit of work and i take it with me when we go to competitions to do but it's not really really hard like it's it's easy compared to a levels it's nice what then apart from an experience of, of going over to america do, are you are, are you gonna do you want to get out, out out of this how's it going to improve you as an athlete well i think you know independence was a big thing for me because i'm not very independent Tilly and lauren know i'm not very independent i like relying on people like since i've come home i feel like i've just purposely tried to rely on mum and dad more because when i'm out there i have to look after myself all the time do you know what i mean and it's I find it so tiring because I'm not used to it. <laughs> and I get home and I'm just like, oh, mum, can you do this for me? <laughs> and mum's soft enough to yeah, do it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but as so that's a big thing. It will set you up for the rough, though, won't it? Yeah. And I mean, the whole fitness thing, I'm hoping like I'll be so much faster in the next year or two. I'm hoping I'll just to, to train in. And I mean, we do like, I need to get my arms bigger to do like press ups and, and stuff like that because I have to pass something to do with press ups and sit ups to get in there. REF as a PTI anyway and I can't really do press ups at the minute so I'd pass on the running side but the other side maybe not but yeah and I mean to travel and to go to America I'm sure I'll go to America a couple of times in the REF 
you know depending if they'll like take me out to go places and things like that so it's quite good to go to other countries and see other people so yeah how much longer have you got over there you you, you, well, you, you go back in in august yeah i go back <coughs> august the 19th and i have um well i can have i can have four years like four years is the degree so i've got another three but then i can have an extra year if i want another year to do masters so it could be five but i think realistically i'm gonna have four so i'll have another three out there and you intend to see it through yeah i want to see it through i mean you know i've started my degree now even if i'm not enjoying the running or even if you know i get injured or whatever i'd like to get the degree and you know stay there for the experience because it is an amazing thing to be able to go it, it is most certainly it's changed a little tony hasn't it since our day yeah um, for the better yeah i mean I, I quite like the sound of that food in the honey <laughs> <laughs> it, it'd be his element <laughs> not keen on the salad bar but you know <laughs> but no it's, uh, it's it, it has changed it, it, it incredibly but i just think it's really really important that you you get that other side of experience you get the american experience as well as a sort yeah. of you know what, what used to in england and then certainly the the independence thing that that's going to be a massive advantage when you get in the raft so it's 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 it's, 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 it's an invaluable experience because you always talk about you always hear talk about footballers when they go join a, a team in another country at a very early age and suddenly they are completely on their own even sort of downtime it's just you sat in a bed with a sort of you know with, with music on your sort of earphones or whatever and it's just, it's just you coping on your own and then discovering how to um to to, to 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 live an independent lifestyle yeah yeah i i, I assume you have made friends over there now that hopefully will be lifelong friends yeah and i mean the thing is our university is really international so there's people not just from like the uk there's people from like obviously scotland island and then there's people from germany france there's somebody from south africa there you know so like it's not just people from like the uk and the us like there's loads of people from all different countries and it's funny because obviously they've all you know all the germans have gone back to germany and it's like you know we're all so spread out we all come from so many different places but think of all the holidays i know holidays yeah <laughs> there's one girl there from australia so she's come a long way <laughs> get friendly with there and then you'll be, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you be out there right coming up next week we're going to talk a bit of not fast and then uh, we're going to have a chat with the twins because they've got to that stage in their athletics career where it's not um the mini league anymore it's um, the the big people's league so uh, we're going to find out how that's getting on and we are not going to mention farming or george again we missed out last week on um dave's not fast report so uh He's got the honour of giving us a two-week report tonight, so uh, this is going to be... Uh, I'm going to sit back and listen, because there's uh, going to be a lot to talk about. Uh, welcome back. Not fast, Dave. All yours, mate. Thank you, Nick. Um, yeah, so actually, there's not that much to talk about. The last couple of weeks have been relatively quiet. Um, if we look at this week, let's look at this week first. So um, we had... What did we have? Bear with a couple of seconds. So we had the number four in the um, Summer League event, and that was uh, last Wednesday, I believe it was. Um, it was the fourth Summer League at Worksop College, and we had 24 members taking part. We've put all the results on the website, so you'll be able to view them all from there. 
Um, soon Steve Needham, the, the Shoreditch uh, 10K on Sunday, they both crossed the finish line together in 1 hour 12.07. And uh, coming up Parklands, on Saturday we had 36 club members of six different Parklands. Uh, personal best for Anne Manley, Sue Needham and Steve Needham. And uh, quite a milestone celebration for Marilyn Happily. She celebrated her 200th department um, at Newark. So that's really, really good running by Marilyn. Last week, moving on to last week, um, had... I can't seem to find the results for last week. Just uh, fill it out a bit, Mick, while I... <laughs> I've just got to talk... I've just got to chat, chat away, have I? While, yeah, I while, it's, while it's Dave's computer doesn't melt down. <laughs> <laughs> You see, this is it. You have a week off, you see, and it, it, that's right. You see, it, it, it all goes out, out of the window. All goes to part, doesn't it? It does. It's, it's absolutely shocking. Oh. But, um... But, yeah, Mar- Marilyn was a good, uh, you know, 200 part that's run. That's the 200th part run, isn't it? And it, it was nice that she actually held... She, she got to number 200, and it was at Newark. It was. It was indeed. And it's always always a good atmosphere, with um, especially big milestones of 100s and 200s. Um, I know not first members, they're coming up to a lot of big events. We had Kate Fisher the other week with her 250th. Um, so there's, there's quite a celebration, obviously, Kate, as well. Uh, I do have the results for last week. There's getting some big part run totals now, isn't they? There is. Now, there is you know, you've got the results. I just have to come out. It's not the Eurovision Song Contest, isn't it? <laughs> Go um, for it. Thank you very much. So, again, last week, it wasn't that busy. Um, Parkrun continues to be busy with not fast members. 36 club members over eight different Parkruns. Uh, Kathy Clark, Alison Greenwood and Jill Folks. They got personal bests last last Saturday. Um, and there was the Tuesday, saw the third of the Home Pier Point Grand Prix series. And that was an embankment for a five-kilometre. We had six members taking part. First back for the club was Adrian Dix in 19 minutes 39, followed by David Gill, 24.30, Jeremy Reichelt in 24.40, Rachel Hill in 27.32, Madeline Comby in 31.55, and Anne White in 25.16. And then the uh, two days later on the Thursday was the last Grand Prix series, and that was a 10K at home pier point. We had six members, uh, Adrian Dix, 41.57, Jeremy Reichelt, 52.10, David Gill, 53.55, Rachel Hill, 59.21, Madeline Comby, 103.32, and Anne White in 118.22. So the last couple of weeks, Mick, have been relatively quiet. I think it's the lead-up to Thunderman, which is this coming Saturday and Sunday, which I know the um, I know last week we had a, a lot of members running, um, and it, it always is a good turnout. And to be taken very seriously with no wine or cake. Uh, we can't promise that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. I can imagine. And that's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it's this weekend. Uh, I know. Last year we had. Oh, what did we have? We had forty-two members last year. I think total running over the twenty-four hours, but not fast, was one thousand seven hundred thirty kilometres. Um, so we're looking to we're looking to beat that this year. I'm not attending um, this year, um, but I've asked for a full report from the people that were there and plenty of photos. It, it, it's um, I think there's going to be some good stories, or at least the ones that we can actually tell. Mm, indeed, indeed <laughs> I hope they all enjoy it, and you can tell us all what they got up to. At least 
the stuff that we can talk about before nine o'clock. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank you, Meg. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye. Donate. Talking of games that's football matches that's not being played. Yeah. Um, Bolton. Um, Berry's pre-season game against West Brom last weekend was cancelled because their floodlights had been repossessed. Repossessed? Yes. I'll put uh, that up uh, then. Uh, okay. <laughs> how, how do you repossess floodlights? I'm not really quite <laughs> sure, but... <laughs> you must have big pockets, these repo men. Uh, I mean, the Berry fans have said in Man United and Newcastle fans think, think they've got problems. It's just, it, as I say, it's, it's all over football. All got massive, massive problems. And and, and, and like so last night, um, I counted 303 last night, but um, that was just going around individually counting them. But it was a glorious evening, a glorious sunset, and two sets of players who really wanted to play a game of football. And the crowd was superb. There was a lot, lot, lots of banter flying around. And these days, if you can get through 90 minutes of football and everybody goes home happy, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's a massive bonus. What about floodlights? Har- Harry Maguire's fee of £80 million pound to Manchester United, hmm. if, if, if he goes, would pay for 533,000 level one coaching courses. Hmm. But that's okay, because if you do it, you have to pay for it yourself. But half a million coaching courses... 80 million quid and they talk about supporting grassroots football yeah but i mean i know it's two things before <laughs> everybody says i realize that but the money at the top is just ridiculous yeah, we we talked on monday night about sky television and cricket matches and because england play their cricket matches on sky tv thousands millions of pounds are put back into grassroots cricket which is fantastic but in football, the, it's da- not. the daft money stays in football mm-hmm. at the top level, and nothing filters <clears throat> down whatsoever. And this is this is the argument. Okay, let's. Um, we've heard about um, big sister. We're now going to turn our attention to um, our current um, Newark Athletic Club sports reporters, and like twins should be, they're going to share a mic. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> um, in that night. Um, Ladies, um, you don't ask a lady this, but I'm going to ask you, how old are you? 17. 17, and you're 17 and 8 minutes more? Yep. You're, so <laughs> you're, you are the senior twin in all this, which is why you don't let your younger sister talk much on the air at night time. No, no, I get left out. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm helping you, Lauren, here. Yeah. Um, but you've got to 17. Now, 17 seems to me the age where um, no longer do they want you in the mini league no longer do they want you in the, the mini cross country and all the things that we've known that you've both done over the years now has left you really hasn't it um so first things first memories of the mini leagues because i'm sure you must have really had fun at the time yeah it was such a team Thing. so when we were that age we had so many friends from all the different clubs so we'd all find out who was racing in what our races and we'd all warm up together and then race together or do like long jump together so it was really nice because everyone was so friendly so we just we were friends of literally everybody 
and then uh, we had a really good relay team and it was me, Tilly, Anna, Smith and Maisie and we got the um, club record for the 300 and the 200 relay and that was such a team effort because all the coaches were cheering us on and we were racing against all the other clubs and it, that was really good, that was my favourite favourite memory. But now you've had to move on, is it 17 then the difference or is it, is it, is it, um, is it younger? Under 15 is a stop of mini right. league. So it's about 15, 16. So, but now we're doing the Northern Leagues and we're doing the um, what the upper age group YDL, and then we've got the Northern Cross Country. Yeah, at 17, I think it's when you can do the like North of England leagues, and that's like the proper adult one where there's like everybody in it. So you two have started that, haven't you? First so that, year that's now. why we're now for the first time seeing them. Yeah, seeing yeah. them in that. Um, is that as enjoyable? Yeah, I really like the Northern Leagues because we're not in a very high league, so all the clubs are against. They're not amazing, they're not right at the top. So we, when we go against them, we actually have a good race. So there's clubs that, there's a, I think it's Pennystone, they've, they're like a felon running club, they're not actually an athletic club. So they do all these events just for points. And Northern League, it's such a points thing, so everyone tries to get as many people as you can in an event to gain points. And all the other men, all the other clubs are so friendly. Like you're standing on the start line, you're all having a chat. Some of them like haven't done the event before, and then you go and like race. And after you all wait for each other, and you have a chat at the finish line, and everybody's so supportive of each other. Because this is Tony. This is the, the league where um, we had Becky Gallup doing shot put. <laughs> yeah, you know, and <laughs> doing hammer, and, he, and yes. his first hammer, he let go and he fell over in the circle. <laughs> so yeah, everybody just tries everything. So. so have you two had a go at what is not in your comfort zone, shall we say? I think I've done every event. I've never done pole vault in a competition, actually. But apart from that, I think I've done every other event. As you're getting older, because you are now young adults, um, the time... I mean, you've done everything together. Yeah. You, you two have spent 17 years... I mean, we're going to go off sport for a couple of minutes now, but you two have spent 17 years pretty much inseparable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you've tormented the heck out of school, and no doubt your mum and dad as well. And me. <laughs> <laughs> but we get into that stage now. I mean, tonight, for the first time, I can actually tell the difference. Um, okay, it's only on the hair parting, but you can tell the difference. You're growing into two individuals. Um, yeah. How, how's that affecting you both? I mean, you are slowly but surely growing apart. Yeah, definitely. We don't want to go to the same unis or do the same thing when we're older. And so. I, I spend more time in Highcombe <laughs> than she does with me. So, <laughs> so yeah. um, Amber, what's the what's the Highcombe attraction? Because I missed on that one. Oh, that's where Lauren's boyfriend lives. Right. Uh, but Tilly hasn't got a boyfriend, so that's no, where we're No, she's just got it. Farmer George. <laughs> she's got <laughs> Farmer George currently. <laughs> but a year ago, that would have been almost unheard of. Yeah, yeah, it would, yeah. We were we were going to stay together forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we were going to go to separate universities, Yeah, but we were still going to be together at the minute. But it's, it's not things, working. Things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is just... This, this is... Um, this, this is just growing up, isn't it, really? Yeah, but I kind of didn't know when Tony Lauren would actually grow up. Like, I thought, <laughs> I don't know, it's been, you know, I was almost unsure if they'd ever part ways, really. 
you know i mean they are 17 and this you know they're only just starting to separate a little bit you know but it's not full separation they're still very together <laughs> they're still gang up on you yeah of course, course we yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> in sync and so you, you sent separate universities um tilly we've been taking the mickey out of you yeah sort of all night since you you told us that you went to to well, our Bradhams. you want told you for me <laughs> <laughs> well done amber um <laughs> You want to go to our problem? You want to do veterinary physiotherapy? Now, unlike your big sister, which is who's just really on a four-year extended holiday, yeah, by her own admission, <laughs> um, yep. that is going to be hard work. Yeah, it's a four-year course, but the third year is a work work year. So you go work. So I work in like a physio for a year. So so somewhere different. So you do like a year of work experience to. So you can eat like it's easier to find a job. So it'll be really good, I think, because it's really like farmy and there's loads of animals. So I think I'll really enjoy it. And is that the side you want to get into? Because there's domestic veterinary, really, isn't there? Yeah. There's the the farming one, and then there's the specialists like racehorses or yeah. Like I was thinking of going into racehorses <coughs> or small animal, but like cows have been coming. A- um, cows and different animals are becoming a lot more popular due to due to them like showing and how popular and how much money they can make. So I think I'd start with small animals and then maybe go into equine. So just to see when I do the course which one I prefer and then I'll specialise in whichever one my favourite is. And what have you got to achieve to get to Harper Adams? Um, an A and two Bs, so 128 UCAS points. So I'm also doing something called EPQ, which is like it's called extended project qualification it's a basic half an a level and you choose a a chosen project and you have to write five thousand words on it so and then you've got to do four weeks of work experience as well so that in the summer i'm doing two weeks of work experience at different places so i'm trying to get as much in as i can because the grades i don't i hope i'll get the grades but well we we, we do wish you the best thank you you've got another year at school School, yeah. School, so we've got you for another year. Got me for another year. Got you for another. That's the important thing in yeah. all this. It's all right going running off. I mean, your sister let us down badly, yeah. but it's, it's all right. You, you're going running off. Um, we got you for another year. Yeah. Your turn. Um, what uh, What does the big wide word hold for you? I want to go in the REF to do nursing. So once I finish my A levels, which I need three Bs, um, I'll take like six months out, and then if I get in, I'll do my REF training for ten weeks. And then hopefully they'll pay for me to go to Birmingham University. And then um, I'll end up doing like, so I'll get, so with like sport and stuff, I'll be able to do that in the REF. So I'll be able so to like go on Just interrupt. What, why nursing in the REF and not in the NHS? Because like with the REF, because I do all my sport, like a few people from the club went into the REF and they say that they're big on sport. So they hardly ever. So they were also, like, doing the job, but then half the time they were doing the sport. They were travelling, like, the world, doing, competing for the REF. And then if I get, like, all my training in and then it, you know, like, it, like a university, it's it gets free, so expensive. It? You see, Whereas, it, 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 it is one long holiday, but every now and again they tend to have a war. Yeah, but I'm, I'm nursing. I'm, I'm not going to be on saving the people. I'm saving them. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not fighting. I should. I should be all right. So you're, you're saving them. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 What's good for business? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I'd be very good in the war. I'd, I'd, I'd probably run away. Turn around and run the other way. What What does mum and dad think that two of you are going 
in the in, in the rough and could conceivably in be different parts of the world. Mum and Dad are quite happy to get rid yeah, of us. I don't think they're really that hard. <laughs> no. Right now, until you've got a car, I'm sure we they're not. Off. I think they, they miss us. Like, they mi- Dad misses me the most when I'm yes. gone. Like, he does. He rings me every That's day or twice thinks. a day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, but when you're not there, it's got to talk to these two, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see why he misses me so much. You are talking about a dad who laughed when all three of them fell in a water jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah there is that, that to it. Yeah, there is yeah, that. Yeah. To it. yeah well, I've still got that famous video of all three of them <laughs> disappearing underwater. Um, you want to obviously keep your athletics career going, which is part of the reason for joining the RAF. Yeah. You, yeah. Amber, obviously want to keep it going, because you're yeah. going to join the RAF for that. How important is it to you, then, Tilly? Because it's not... It wasn't particularly mentioned as much as the other two mentioned it. I think I'll try and keep it up, but I also want to try new things as well when I go to uni. So I don't... I think they might have an athletics team, so I'm obviously going to join that and do <laughs> different training. And they've got a club... <laughs> like 15 20 minutes from where the uni is i think i'm just going to experience everything else all the other sports and just get involved with everything so i'll probably come back and i'll be doing like rugby hockey athletic i'll probably be doing everything so well, that's, that's 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 fair enough that's yeah. um, wonderful um let's have a quick quick round the table then um you've told me the memories uh, you you two have told me it, i suppose really it is taking the relay records and putting yourselves in the New York Athletic Club history books, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What, what about you, Amber? If you've got to look back through your junior athletic career, what, what actually stands out the most? For me, I want to say it was maybe mini-league cross-countries. I mean, like, the first mini-league cross-country I did was, like, 2010, 2011, and I was the last person to cross the line. <laughs> I was, like, right at the back. And then the last one, I won the last one, obviously when i was under 15 so that was like so many years later um but yeah i really i think i always i don't know why i always look back mainly cross i think cross country is the main one i always look back on because i feel like that was the most significant because i didn't really like i liked like long i like track but i didn't really have a specific event like i went from hurdles to high jump to then doing a bit of long distance but i didn't really find steeplechase until like a couple of years ago so I think really, like, I've, I just really enjoyed cross-country. I think that was my favourite. You, you actually missed out. These two did to a large extent, but you completely missed out on the sports village. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose that is is the disappointment for you in, in that respect, that you never had the facilities that the twins have got. Yeah, I mean, I've got them now. I'm in America, and obviously now I have them when we come back. But it wasn't the same, like, it was always really hard because i wanted to practice things to get good at it but you know but even now i mean you say like there's all the money in football and everything but there's no like money in athletics and even if we wanted like a coach for example lauren maybe would one night want to do pole vault and would want like a really good pole vault coach like they don't come down this end of the country they're all in like london or manchester or birmingham so you know it's really hard like where we are it's really hard to be really good at the sports we want to be good at because there isn't really the facilities there's only really Loughborough where they have all the really good coaches and the universities do you know what I mean it's really hard and because of that Lauren who specialises in, in pole vault this is why we don't talk to you on as many twosies as we would like because you have to go off to yeah, a specialist pole vault centre so to speak 
Yeah, we were. I was at Lincoln training at, with Lincoln Wellingtons, but at the minute their track's getting redone. So I'm at the LSST school. So I go there in the winter. It's usually a Thursday, and then in the summer it's on a Tuesday. So that's quite good. We have like a group of us, and then usually at the end, at the minute, we're doing discus as well. So we pole vault, and then we go and do some discus. So Alice has got such good facilities there. It's really nice. And the pole vault arena pit, whatever you like to call it, what, whatever the word is at, the at Newark, the bed. Okay, yeah. the pole vault bed. Is it uh, up to standard? Well, I haven't vaulted on it yet, but I'm vaulting on it this weekend. So that'll be like my first time to try it out. But I've watched other people vault on it, like at a schools competition. We so went and helped this out. This weekend is it just a training? Yeah, I'm just yeah. training. Yeah, my coach is from Lincoln's coming to train on it on Saturday, so I'm going to go and join them and pull that on it for the first time so I'll, I'll let you know next you're looking, week you're looking forward to that I would yeah right? I am yeah because you know like I've never been able to train like I've done pull at Newark before but I did it into the long jump pit like if I needed to have a quick practice for a competition and I couldn't get to Lincoln I was running down the long jump pit and landing in the sand so it'll be good to actually like be able to vault where our home club is it most certainly would right we're gonna come back with our wonderful Owens family ladies in a couple of moments but uh, next up we're gonna try and uh Find Steve Kirkham to look back on a memorable night at Lowfields. Okay, we're ringing. Uh, we're ringing Steve now. See if we can get hold of Steve. I think we think we've got him. And uh, straight through and live on Radio Newark, FlowServe's joint manager for the second time this week, uh, Steve Kirkham. Steve, welcome back. Hi, Mick. Um, what I'm really after is your thoughts on last night. I never know how to gauge pre-season friendies. We all go and and watch them and if it's a result-based thing then you'd feel upset but uh, it's not about that really is it the result is secondary yeah definitely i think it's more um the way you play and just making progress really um but even on the result really i think the last two games baseford and grantham on paper we should probably lose by five or six um so even never mind performance which i was very happy with in both games even the result with more than matched um, both teams who are both two leagues higher. So I think you've got to take a lot of positives from both, really. Yeah, you actually look disappointed at the end of the game. Um, yeah, I was, to be fair. Um, I thought for an hour we dominated the game um, and 2-0 probably flattered Grantham. Uh, I thought we had a stonewall penalty. Um, keepers made a great save from uh, Hutch up front and we probably... Should have been three or four nil up and cruising, um, but it's pre-season. Uh, we've made changes. I think we swapped seven lads on the hour mark, which always disrupts you. Um, and it's about getting the squad fit. So I suppose that's where it comes in. Results are relevant. We're just preparing for the third of August, really. So let's have a, a look at um, because it's, it's the new names to the supporters in Newark that we're all still still getting used to. Um, I'm still getting used to them. I think Tony's and we all are. Um, one thing I will say for you and Craig, I don't think I've ever seen a better set of footballers, Grace Lowfields, than what I saw last night. Um, well, I can't say for the whole time, but certainly my time there. Um, well, I go back I thought... 55 years, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, to be fair, I think um, with the players we've brought in, we've been able to play a little bit different. Um Reedy's done a great job on the pitch we've been able to get it down and we're trying to play as much football as possible um, so we've played out from the back we've retained possession and I think it wasn't just that we dominated first off um, it was the way we dominated the way we moved the ball um, I think well certainly for me it's probably the best 45 minutes of football I've seen down there 
um, and the feedback from the fans seemed like everyone enjoyed it really I used to <coughs> watch a centre forward that we had playing at that low field there was a lad that come from Grantham called Gary Breeden before your time and yeah. the ball would be played into Gary and he would almost suck the ball into him with three defenders around him and all of a sudden it was spread out to one of the players that was running onto it and for the first time in probably 20 years I saw that last night and I saw it expertly done by your new centre forward yeah, I thought I thought which was brilliant. To be fair, um, the lads that we brought in we brought three centre mids in, so we generally over uh, overload the middle of the park. So he's crucial. We get it into him, and he brings everyone else into play. Um, and he did it all night. To be fair, um, he did it against Baseford, and he's had two really impressive games. But that massively helps Danny Meadows, uh, Cotton, um, Skulls in the middle of the park. It just brings everybody else into play and enables us to play football. So yeah, I think he's had. Um, well, he had 45 minutes at Baseford an hour last night, and I think he's been superb. They call him Scolzy. He looks like Scolzy. He actually plays like Scolzy. Um, and it's fantastic he's doing this at Lowfields. Yeah, to be fair, I, I tried to get him last season, and he didn't want to drop down. So I've been chasing him for two seasons now. Um, in fact, I remember I've paid to watch him at Notts County. I remember him playing at Meadow Lane. Um, I know what he can do, and I think he's probably been man of the match. Um, both games running now. Uh, he, he can he, he runs the game. He's got an engine. He's good on the ball, and you can see straight away the fans take to him. And uh, he's going to be a big part of what we do this season. Well, the fans are in love with him already, aren't they? And they're also in love with the new centre back, Lawrence Gorman. Yeah, um, yeah, he's been good as well. Him and Potts, um, both fantastic players, really. Um, both quite similar um, they're quick good in the air they can both play and again he's another reason why we can play a bit differently he's comfortable on the ball at the back um, and again the options from Scolzi even Beckett um, it just the players that have come in have just um, moved us to that next level and enabled us to play a different way um, and just all round everyone's a bit more confident on the ball and you can see that through um, the whole squad the F1 seems to have just gone up a level. And that's exactly the point. I was just, I was just going to say, I mean, two of last year's Jack, Jack Beckett and Danny Meadows, and I know they both had injuries towards the end, but without being disrespectful to him, both of those two look to have upped the game another gear. Yeah, um, I think that was, um, well, you won't know, but we got um, the three centre mids in quite early, so um, the lads knew about that probably beginning of June time. Uh, and I think that was probably a wake-up call to the rest of the squad for the sort of calibre we're looking to bring in, um, and also competition for places. So, um, yeah, Beckett and Meadows have come back. They turned up to pre-season. Uh, Beckett won the bleep test, um, and they've both come at the top of the game, and they're both brilliant players, and they were brilliant last year, but I think just from that performance alone, you can see that they've gone up a level again, and then they're both um, a couple of the best players on the pitch again. So... That's what it does. You bring good players in and everybody else has to move up a level, otherwise they get left behind. Another fantastic crowd all went away last night thinking, we're going to win this division, we're going to win this. Look, look at this team, this is fantastic. It's, uh, life's going to be simple. Have you re-evaluated now you've seen them play a couple of times? Um, not really. I don't like that talk, Mick. Um, well, let's not talk about promotions and titles. Um, I'm certainly not talking about it because I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm a born pessimist. 
Yeah, oh, it's encouraging. There's no doubt about it. It is encouraging, and uh, it, it, it's lovely to watch. But we're two pre-season games in. Um, it's brand new. We don't know a lot about the teams. Uh, it's a tough start. Worcester at home. They'll expect to be there or thereabouts. So we'll see where we are a dozen games in. And um, I don't put anything past the lads. They're brought in because they're good players. Um, and we go out, especially at home, to win football matches. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no real expectations, no pressure on them. I just want them to go out and play. Um, and then it will take care of themselves. My philosophy is if you're still in that league at the start of next season, that's the first and the biggest tick. And anything after that, we'll enjoy. Yeah, first and foremost, we'll do that. Then we can relax, know that we're a step five team again. Uh, and hopefully it doesn't happen in, uh, in April. Hopefully it's around Christmas time. We can push on from there. Steve, I just want to just um, finish this little conversation um, with your other sporting love, and that that's not County. They're, they're in the eye court again at, at the end of July. I, I mean, what are your thoughts? A, a proper County fan. It, it's, it, the unthinkable could happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, possibly, yeah. I thought relegation-wise, um, you think it won't happen. It can't happen. We're too big to go down and it happened. Um, takeover-wise, um, it's dragging on. We've had two deadlines now and you keep thinking they'll sell it any time now and it's still not happening. So, yeah, uh, I think we're at panic stations, really. I think we've got till 31st of July. Um, am I confident? No. Um, so it's just fingers crossed on that, really. I don't think anyone really knows what's happening. Um, obviously everybody knows no one's getting paid um, they can't plan the season they can't sign players so whatever happens uh, even if it is sold it's going to be a long hard season and to be honest it's it's a travesty in football not just that it's not just not County I think there's an issue throughout football barrier in a similar boat uh, Bolton um, and obviously as we all know there's massive financial problems in football full stop um, I don't know what the answer is but certainly as a Notts County fan, um, I'm worried, to say the least. <laughs> yes, and there's absolutely nothing proper diode County fans can do about it, even that's, and that's the thing that really does does choke you up, doesn't it? Yeah, all, all we're doing at the minute is every day you check to see if a takeover goes through, and every day you're a day closer to a winding-up order. So, um, like you say, you're just waiting. There's nothing anybody can do, and the communication is not great. Um, so it is literally a day of no news after a day of no news. So we wait, basically. It's uh, at least it's not like that at Flow. So he never kept his waiting to find out who the new signings was. <laughs> <laughs> was it not worth the wait, mate? It was worth the wait, Steve. I will give you that. Um, two more friendlies before it gets very serious. Starting at Gedlin at the weekend in a game on paper that uh, you should win. Yeah, I think that's the two toughest out of the way. Um, We'd like to, um, well, we're optimistic. We wanted to stay unbeaten. Uh, it didn't happen on Tuesday night, but we are obviously, we don't play anyone higher ranked than us. Um, so we expect to go there and win the football match and um, give everybody minutes again. Probably after Gedlin, we'll start looking a bit more at the squad and reducing the squad down. And then we can start getting probably 90 minutes into lads, um, starting with Tuesday uh, away at Kimberley. Good stuff. Steve, obviously we're going to be with you, Rochi, and the lads all the way through what is going to be a fantastic and memorable season. So uh, we'll catch up with you on Saturday. All right, cheers, mate. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, bye.
and uh, yes there's lots and lots to look forward to so what's um left um in the athletics summer calendar for um you two uh, well me and tilly you um, see you still can't work out who's <laughs> going to talk to us can you um me and tilly have got through to the english <coughs> schools combined events championships in september and that's down in exeter so we'll we'll miss a day off school for that the friday and then we'll go down with the team there's another Lincolnshire who's in mine and Tilly's team going and then we'll go down with the two coaches on the Friday and then we'll compete on the Saturday and the Sunday yeah and we've also got one Northern League left as well which is at the start of August so in a couple of weeks time can you compete in the Northern League then Amber are you allowed to do that while you're here yeah yeah I've been competing in the Northern League I did that last week um, what else have we got left? I think we've got the Our summer leagues superstar. as well, haven't we? Yeah, we've got a few summer leagues left, which are like the Wednesday. We've got the Newark Half Marathon. Oh, oh yeah, about that. Are you going to be here for that? I'm doing We're the Newark Half Marathon. You're all doing the Newark Half. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody cheered me into it on it. It's a long way. Yeah. Mm, yeah, and Dad's doing it as well. to finish. We haven't got time. We're just going to. This will be the first on. time you've been allowed to do a half marathon, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Because you've got to be 17. Have you trained for it? Well, we're training, but we're so busy that we Every just weekend. It's like Sundays are long run, but we're competing, or we're in some, or we're travelling down to London or Birmingham, or. Well, if you ran to Highcombe, that would help. Well, we've done that before. Yeah, we have, and it was. Um, well, Dad told us, "Oh, we'll run. It'll be about a nine or a ten k back." 14k later we were so <laughs> mad with him yeah well you need to get this training in twins you've got to get the training yeah, the in service we've run is 16k have we a competition have, have, have we an owens family competition for who's going to win that well it'll be amber then dad me. then me and lauren will draw <laughs> yeah whoever has the sprint finish at the end is this no. the, is this the parting shot of the twins being together then the new york no marathon. we'll finish together we'll, we'll go over the line holding hands holding hands I, I, I am doing the the commentary there so I, i'm I'll hold you to that one. We'll, we'll hold hands just for you, just for you just to get hold that picture. Hands, just get yeah. that picture of you two, <laughs> of you two crump, coming across the line. That that is going to be fa- absolutely fantastic. Well, look, it's been brilliant catching up with you. You're going to carry on being our um, Tuesday night girls, aren't aren't you? For of course, at least another year or so, um, and that's absolutely brilliant. Amber, we wish you the best. Look. We'll talk to you again before you go back. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure sa- you will. Safe journeys. I mean, last time you went over there, you walked into a typhoon or a hurricane or something oh it was hurricane florence yeah. hurricane florence you've only been there five minutes i know got evacuated <laughs> i'm sure that didn't bomb the world of good oh it was great fun it was i stayed at a girl's house for two weeks and we just ran and went shopping it was great we still had power the whole time it was great <laughs> wonderful girls thank you for coming in uh, the one thing I've, I've got to say to you in all seriousness the way you took to driving in the distance you do you're an absolute credit you, thank you mum and dad and everybody should be so proud of because i know people <laughs> who won't go out of town you you pass your test one saturday and drive to chelmsford the next i mean it, yeah. it's it's just mad apps yeah mad yeah. <laughs> that's the word absolute yeah. credit but well done thank you. thank you um, thank you tomorrow night garrett i was gonna say thank you for having us yeah. <laughs> you're always welcome here you know that our favorites um Gary Edgington's on the phone from Devon tomorrow night talking all things cricket looking back at last week's memorable cricket match and what's coming up this week we're going to play Tesh Tony of course and just see if he's uh, on the ball with the birthdays and look at some of the big stories that's made the news in a, what's been a fantastic sporting week coming up next it's Wednesday night it's the dog we-